Welcome to Current Fresh, a podcast where we discuss current and fresh stuff. I'm your ambivalent and merciless host, Ian Sheriff, and to my right is the man that we all understand. It's me. It's Alex. I don't know. I hope you're enjoying your uh, second New England summer. Coming Hank, at you up? live from Hanko TV, it's me, Hank, but on the radio. Oh. <laughs> well, you do have a face for radio. <laughs> this is a good place for you. Uh, yeah, we can't wait till we get syndicated. I'm, I'm calling all the radio stations. <laughs> I, I happen to know that there's a, some, some radio... Uh, I, I heard there was a radio thing happening with you? Oh, yeah. Um, I've recently got, you know, in an internship with your favorite radio station, uh, 1014.14, the needle. And, um, yeah, I've been having a good time there. Um, you know, met some of your favorite uh, musical artists, such as... Uh, Pink and the uh, Large Flamingo, um, um, Robin Williams. Oh, oh the band, not not the man. Oh, the band. Um, Robin Williams. Yeah, not the man. In, yeah, it's been pretty cool. Hank, hmm? what's been up with you? Uh, <laughs> that's what's been up. Um, so like, no, no new stinky man mythos today. But I have a new kind of stinky mythos. I wake up today and. Like, I'm walking down, like, walking to my kitchen, and I'm like, hey, it's a stink bug. And I'm, like, making some food, and then, like, I look, and I'm like, wow, that stink bug, you sure you can't move a lot, you move really fast. And then I realize, wait, no, it's just two stink bugs. So then I walk back into my room, and I look at my windows, and there's seven more stink bugs. Like, there's so many stink bugs fucking this, everywhere. They're this, literally incorporated into my household now. It smells bad. This kind can't of a, be unrelated to the smelly man. No, he's, he's the goons this coming is, after this me. This is like a stigmata. You start seeing <laughs> stink bugs everywhere. There's so many, though. And they're like, they're those weird little, like, kind of weird-shaped bugs. Because it's like they're just these little rocks that have this one point with a shit ton of legs coming out of it. And they just happen to balance themselves on it or something. What do you think you did wrong to deserve this? <laughs> How do you like, incur his wrath? No, I think it's like probably like astrology. You know, the planets aligned. Um, it's a Sunday. All the stink bugs are really just out in force because of the like universal actions or whatever. Yeah, the universal action has pretty much driven all the bugs in Hank's house. <laughs> we all know about that. <laughs> yeah, I was reading the, I was watching the news forecast and uh, reading the subtitles, and yeah, it seems like there's a some sort of interplanetary force probably. No, there's definitely at least like more than one planetary force acting on the house right now. Yeah, this is very like Egyptian plague stuff. It's very like retrograde shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's been going on with you, Ian? So I went to Boston yesterday night. Oh, interesting. Saw a, a show. What show? I saw Sigrid, a pop star. She came to the uh, Paradise Rock Club. Oh, I like that place. It's a nice little place. venue. Nice little venue. But uh, I was actually struck by uh, something that happened on the way down there. So, you know how driving in Boston is like the biggest uh, it's a, It's fun. Yeah, it's really fun. I love it. I like it when there's a sign where it says, like, turn left, and then, like, you you find an exit, and that's a different left, and you turn to left. <laughs> and, like, that's a problem in Boston. It's like, oh, turn left, but not really. Like, a little left. Like, just a little bit. Only 14 degree You have to be in this lane, and you have to turn a little bit left, and then you have to immediately change lanes not, to the right. Not too left, or you'll end up in Selby. Yeah, you don't want to end up down there. I but, was um, also in Boston last night. I ended up on a, a side street. And I needed to take a right turn into onto a two-lane road. But I wasn't in the only lane. I was in the straight lane. So I'm getting ready to tr- make my right turn. And I'm trying to edge in on some guy. And I basically just start to cut him off. And he honks at me. 
Which is, like, totally reasonable. It's what happens in Boston. Yeah, it's like saying hello. I'm lucky a rock didn't get thrown through my, my rear windshield. So, I'm pulling up. I'm still driving. Like, I've kind of forgotten about the honk. I drive up to a set of lights, and uh, the guy pulls up next to me in the left lane. He starts motioning. He's pointing down at the door. He's, like, motioning for me to, like, roll my window down. And I'm, like, kind of hesitant. Like, I look at him for a while, and he keeps, he keeps motioning at me. So, I'm like, so I, I, maybe he's asking me for directions or something. Yeah. I didn't really remember that it was the guy who had honked at me. But I roll the window down, and he's like, Hey, man, sorry about honking at you earlier. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, don't worry about it. And he goes, my wife told me not to honk at out-of-towners anymore. <laughs> that's, like, that's like a leprechaun. So this guy was straight up alone in his car, doing good by his wife. That is, like, the rarest driving behavior in Boston. Somebody yeah. honks at you, and they roll down their window, and they apologize. And that's he, unheard of. I've literally never heard of that. That's never happened. And he was driving a trashed-out Honda, so, like, he had no reason to, to say this to me at all. <laughs> like, he could have just gone about his day, but he made an effort to apologize to me. So I thought that was Dude, very interesting. This man's really dedicated to his wife. That's cool shit. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, out-of-towners in Boston. So most drivers in Boston are out-of-towners, which is why Boston is undrivable. <laughs> probably, honestly, probably one of the... Not one of the main factors, though. It's it's probably because, like, the map of Boston looks like one of those mazes on the, like, kids' menus at the restaurant. <laughs> like, there's just, like, a bunch of, like, big woos in the middle of straight lines, you know. Have you seen the mazes where if you go, like, slightly off, like, there's no solution, like, all the ends are blocked off? <laughs> I've seen like several pictures online of like different kids menus the lines just all end there's <laughs> no path to the finish <laughs> alright so I think we're going to move on to some new friends our second segment I know it's not often clear what our segments are <laughs> but new friends is one of our segments and we discuss kind of human interest stories like people that we want to know people that we think did cool things cool stuff you know just new friends you want to have something in common with your friends yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Alex, I heard you have a, a new friend for us. Yeah, um, my new friend is Philippines um, President Rodrigo Duterte. Oh. Um, I, I, like, I like this byline from... So there's this story. Um, the byline, Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte just keeps getting bugged during his public speeches. Um, but yeah, what it's really about is a noisy gecko, which is like, wow, powerful phrase was the latest wildlife contributor to uh, an address by Duterte interrupting the leader on Thursday evening just as he launched another tirade at human rights groups critical of his bloody war on drugs. But yeah, I want to focus on the gecko part. Noisy gecko. So he, like, this is not the first time that, um, like, an animal has interrupted his speech, apparently. Which is just like, have you ever heard of that? An animal interrupting a speech? Like, there was that, like, bird that landed on, like, Bernie's podium at a speech. Oh, and then sick. there was, like... But, like, a gecko. I mean, I suppose... I don't know what, like... Are geckos, like, just crawled over the Philippines? Like, maybe that is just, so like, a bird landing there. Yeah, but, I think a gecko is probably to them, like, a cricket is to New England. <laughs> okay, but that's, that's just cool. Like, a noisy gecko. Like, he's just, like, objection! Does it say what kind of, <laughs> does it say what kind of noise he made? Um... It's like an ah, or like a ooh. You should speculate upon that. Maybe like a... Like oh, okay. Um, yeah, so in May when he was speaking, a big cockroach crawled up his shoulder <laughs> and down his shirt during a speech um, to working, when he was lambasting in an opposition party ahead of the national election. 
He joked the cockroach was its supporter. <laughs> was his supporter? Yeah. Jesus Christ. He was trying to get the chance. I have the support of the roaches. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he The cockroaches, the... they love me. I have the roach vote. <laughs> I have the roach vote. They're immortal. After the nuclear war, I'll still have the voters. <laughs> no, that's great, though. Like, we have... We need more um, non-bird-related interruptions at, at U- in U.S. politics. Like, like I want to see, like, like I want to see like a horse just like gallop past Chuck Schumer when he's speaking. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to see like a cat like just drag a mouse and just drop it on the podium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we need more. We need more like resonant animals in in the uh, halls of Congress. I think there's a few. Um, I remember every election cycle, there's, like, the story about a few cities that elect, like, a cat to be their mayor. Yeah. Or something, like, you just seem to, like, we need to do that more often. <laughs> Meet the newest mayor of Denver. He eats dog food. <laughs> <laughs> Meet the first meower of <laughs> oh. Denver. <laughs> yeah. Like, we need a more, we need a Congress that's more representative of all of the fauna of the United States. Yeah. Uh, I think PETA. Well, yeah. We can probably get PETA to, like, fund this. This is something they're very interested in, probably. Yeah, they... Dolphin reps. <laughs> Dolphins are smarter than most humans. It's funny. Definitely smarter than most congressmen. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, Hank, do you have a new friend for us? My new friend is... So basically, I, I was in Boston yesterday, and, and you know we're at like, this brew fest kind of thing, drinking a bunch of beers. Where it's mostly just like, you wait in lines to wait in lines, and then you're eventually rewarded with a beer, and it's pretty good, and then you get to do it all over again. Um, but anyway, so we finished up this Brewfest thing, and we're like, hey, it's like time to smoke, let's, you know, it's just ding, 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 it's that time again. Um, wait, wasn't it Hempfest? It was also Hempfest. That so is, that's no Like, there was a lot of smokiness in the air. Um, but we're just hanging out in the common, and like, doing our thing, you know, and there's this, like, sax man, just playing the sax, like, probably, like, some amount of feet away from us. How cool is he? I, I'd probably give him, like, a, a... He was, like, a three out of five sax man. Like, I, he's just, like... He's, he was a sax man. He wasn't the best, but he definitely wasn't the worst, you know? What do you think was his astrological sign? Uh, <laughs> so I'm feeling, like, cancer, because I'm, like, I'm being reminded of crabs, like, when I think of him. Oh, very crab-like. <laughs> can, you, can you explain that? That just, like, seemed like kind of crabby, kind of... You know, like, some people, like, you can kind of guess their spirit animal. I'm just, like, this guy kind of seemed like a crab. I'll buy it. All right. Um, Continue. But yeah, so we're sitting there, um, and I, I'm very hazy on the order of the events, but it basically amounted to somebody betting somebody $20 they wouldn't give $20 to the sax man and get him to play us a show. Uh, and then that happened. And then he, sax man comes over, gives us a little do 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 and then um, he psychs up a conversation. And we're talking to the sax man, and he's just kind of... Like a new friend, like just this guy that we were chatting with. What's his name? I have no idea. Oh, see. I feel like if I had to guess, his name was Phil. Chris. Chris is a more crab-like name. Chris Phil, thank you for befriending Hank. Yeah, for befriending the show, really. Yeah, no, he put he put on it's like a little jazz hands kind of thing. We're gonna we're gonna put his picture on the the wall of our new friends <laughs> next to uh, that yak from last week. Um. I had a mariachi band play me a Frank Sinatra song one time. Ooh. They came over and they were like, uh, what song do you want? And I could tell, like, 
like they did speak pretty good English for that question, but I knew from experience of going to that restaurant that they don't really have a great grasp on English. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, what would a Spanish speaker like? What would a band that like what would a mariachi band know? <laughs> like, what kind of music do I like that a mariachi band might like? And I was like, oh, do you know any Sinatra? And they played My Way. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I was expecting Fly Me to the Moon. Well, I, I mean, thought that's well, a much more. Uh, My Way is such a much more like bombastic song to play. Like, that's way more mariachi energy. Yeah, it was like a canción. Like, they really like. like they, I did it my way. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like, they, they were really into it. But that, that just reminded me of that. That was a great experience. So, uh, my new friend, this is an international friend, uh, across the pond, uh, second one in a row, actually, from across the pond, potentially across the Gulf, because we didn't know if that guy was from Mexico or Belgium, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, so, burglars in London have stolen a $5 million gold toilet from a palace, so, this toilet was named America, and was a fully functional (laughs) toilet. Yes! (laughs) It had previously been on display at the Guggenheim Museum in New York City, and uh, apparently 100,000 visitors have used it historically. It, what? It oh is a fully God. functioning toilet. You're supposed to poop in it. I want to know who named it America. Well, it is made of gold. This is a $5 million gold toilet. <laughs> Wait, is it like gold plated? Or uh, just whole gold? It's golden color. So, like, I have a picture There's of it. There's actually a lot of what toilets if you that are golden toilet? color. Would it cause a dent? Uh-huh. It is really okay. a golden toilet. I think it's 38 karat gold. I actually don't know anything about gold, so that it's might be a Cheetos. Po- yeah. Well, anyway, uh, it was designed by an Italian man, uh, Maurizio Catalan, and it's basically been touring around for a while. And uh, it was actually stolen from Blenheim Palace, which is the birthplace of Winston Churchill. Hold on, I can't get past this. They're touring a toilet that's been shitted. Yes. <laughs> and they're inviting you to but, shit like, in the toilet. Yeah, but part of the art exhibit is that it's a functional toilet. Wait, so they go and just set up this toilet? Yes. <laughs> okay. And it's really hooked up. Like, you can see in this picture from... This is from the, when it was at the Guggenheim. Like, it has a connection. It's like getting water. <laughs> I feel like it's a recurring thing in the podcast. Like, um, things that shouldn't work. Like, that, that kid's sink. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the, the golden toilet, but you can really shit. <laughs> the, as opposed to all those golden toilets you can't shit. That you can just look at. <laughs> that are hung up in the wall in the parlor. Well, I'll tell you. My, my dude wipes are going to fit just right on the Dude wipes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, this happened uh, before 5 a.m. on the 14th of September. Uh, because the toilet was hooked up to the wall, uh, extensive flooding was caused because they didn't actually like turn off the water when they stole the toilet. <laughs> so the palace has like severe water damage apparently. God damn. There's uh, there's currently a 66 year old man that has been arrested in connection to this a robbery. 66 year old. What's the opposite of like stealthily getting away? It's like flooding the building behind you. <laughs> the wet bandits. <laughs> the gold toilet's gone and there's a flood. <laughs> yeah, so that was a. Uh, Pretty pretty strange world we live in, where uh, you can steal a toilet made of gold and no one will notice. I've never heard of somebody stealing a toilet. <laughs> I guess you have to make it out of gold for that to be an issue. Could you do like... I feel like you could totally steal a toilet, but it would have to be from like Lowe's. Yeah. And it would be like a low flow toilet. It would just be shitty. Or you or you just get like... You get two of your buddies and you just pick up the porter potty. If you stole a high flow toilet... Like, those are rare now, because they're actually... I don't think they're legal. Like, you can't install a high-flow toilet anymore. 
Wait, what even is a high flow toilet? You know, one that flushes with like 18 gallons of water. Like, <laughs> wait, why would you need that? Because it's so powerful, it'll flush like anything. Like, your toilet <laughs> will never clog. Like, if you have an older house, like, older houses come with these massive toilet tanks, like five or six gallons. When you flush it, like, it really flushes the toilet. Like, <laughs> That's dangerous. But the toilets are big to accommodate for it. People just have a whole thing for big Okay, toilets. so we have this very large <laughs> toilet that's extremely powerful. <laughs> it's totally safe for your kid. I'm sure anyone who knows anything about toilets is going to refute me. This is part of the backstory of Super Mario Bros. Guess what? I want you to send me feedback. If, I have a, if you have a problem with anything I say... Ever. I want you to send me feedback. I want you to email Henry Walker at gmail.com. <laughs> I want you to call 911 and I want, to tell, I want you to tell them that... Hank sent you. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Has anything, uh, has anything come off the assembly line recently? That's fresh. You can smell it in the room. Um, well... Oh, oh, ding, 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 dong, dong, dong. I passed it to you. Time. You just passed the mic. <laughs> oh, you don't got one? I don't have one. So we got, uh, what is it, Hank's fucking candy again. <laughs> Hank's candy. This fresh, is like a sub-segment of Fresh off the conveyor belt. <laughs> yeah. Today we have... That's also a segment. Fresh, fresh off of the confectionery. Yeah. So today we have sweet tarts, extreme sour, chewy. And one interesting thing I noticed right off the bat is it's not actually sweet tarts. It's sweet tarts. There's only one T. No, no, no. The T is split. It's the, the duality of man. It's the opposite <laughs> of silent T. It's like a double T. First yeah. he's sweet, then he's tart. <laughs> Wait, can we, before we do this, can we just like look at the pack? Let, let's pass around, pass this around, look yeah, at the pack. Okay, well, yeah, let's get a little examine. Um, How many kilocalories? It, dude, it says extreme sour. Yeah, it's not just regular sour. It'll fuck you up. New look. What's the old look, I wonder? I know. Extreme sour, no artificial flavors. Did they just like put a lemon in every one of these? I like the natural artificial flavors where it's like artificially flavored as natural lemon. Alright. You definitely do the honors. Alright, I just want to take another look at this package. Hank's gonna eat it, but he's not gonna say anything. <laughs> uh, so the third ingredient is malic acid. And I think we all know that mal is kind of like a Latin word for bad. Yeah, oh, no, you, can, you can really taste the malic acid. You can really taste the bad acid. Yeah, hold on. What, what color did you get, Henry? Uh, orange. All right, I'm getting like red or pink. Uh, it's like, I feel like I just drank vinegar. I'm gonna try the- Oh my God. I'm gonna try the grape. Fuck, it just sucks. <laughs> this is just a very obtuse flavor palette. I have to say the grape one. It's kind of putting me in a bad headspace. <laughs> it's kind of killing my vibe, dude. How's anyone supposed to eat this? Like, <laughs> like when you think this is of, like funny. Like when you think of, <laughs> we're like speechless. Like when you think about places to eat this, like let's say when I think about a candy bar. When I think about a candy bar, I imagine like going on a hike or being on a mountain somewhere. Or maybe I, you're in the movie theater. Yeah, and I reach into my rucksack and I pull out like <laughs> I pull out like a Milky Way, and it's a little it's a little warm, but like someone might might be a little cold if it's the winter and I'm skiing or something. And I just eat that, and I feel like the energy like course through my veins. <laughs> yeah, that's how I picture like a Cliff Bar or like a Hershey Bar or like a Three Musketeers. Yeah. When I picture like Swedish Fish, I picture the movies. When I picture oh yeah, like or gummy Duck's, worms, maybe. I picture like making that like. 
uh, the flower pot with like the ice cream and the chocolate cake and the shit. <laughs> oh yeah, and then min- minis. That's like Halloween candy right there. Yeah, or like dibs. Like I think about like it's watching dibs. movies in my house, but like sweet tarts. Where do, sweet tarts don't fit in my candy, like my brain. Picture. No, it's kind of yeah. like making me feel the opposite. Like if you ate that candy bar and you're on the hike, like I feel tired now. <laughs> my mouth kind of hurts. Dude, I'm gonna give this grape one a shot. But like I'm not gonna lie, the red one tasted pretty good. But it's just like it's kind of like if your wings are bomb, but it's like too spicy. It's like the flavors are there, but like you feel punched in the face. Like that's this. Like I do like the taste. Yeah, it's just it's too powerful. It's really just it's a candy that. What does it say? Does it say like too powerful? No, it is extreme. Honestly, I feel like if it's just regular sour, like it'd be not bad. But sweet tarts are already sour. I don't really know how they, why they made them even more sour. (laughs) We all what they're known for being tart. I just want to keep it in context. We did just eat a second one each. (laughs) I'm about to eat a third. Honestly, like there's this kind of like it has a mouthfeel that I like. Yeah, there's a texture to it. I can hate chew it. (laughs) You can hate. I hate eat these. I hate the flavor of it, but I love the mouthfeel, so I can just keep. Chomping on them. Like, honestly, like, the... I know what you mean. Like, I feel that as well. Mm. Yeah, I... I'm gonna have a fourth one, but then I'm actually gonna give it a definitive score based on flavor, not just on the mouth. Yeah, I need, a, I need a third just because... Okay, the red one I liked, kind of, and the green one was uh, a war crime, so I need to get... <laughs> like, alright, let's... This orangish... Take two at once. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna try that. Yeah, that, I'm gonna go that wake up one. tomorrow morning and I hate you. <laughs> Your brain's not gonna work right. You're gonna see stars. Uh, Hank just went double you know duty. These, taste, double these are sour Starburst. Like these taste like Starburst. Oh, oh, they're kind of spicy though. Yeah, I'm getting kind of a sweaty. <laughs> I'm getting like a sweaty vibe from this. A very tired, sweaty vibe. If you want to feel like you just wrote. If you want to feel like you just went on a jog. You know, eating like a jalapeno is probably a better experience than this. I like jalapenos. <laughs> These don't have a good flavor. They yeah. burn. I would not put this in my Subway sandwich. All right, yeah. <laughs> or eat a Subway sandwich. Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> eat a Subway sandwich. Uh, I'm going to give these, like... I th- what was the other ones we tried? We tried All right. the, the so airhead the, bit. The last, yeah, it was the airheads. The last time we had an airheads, I think I gave it a three. You gave it, like, a two. You gave it a three or something. Four, Wait, maybe? I think I, I think it was Sweet Tart. No, it was Gobstoppers. Oh, was, Gobstoppers yeah, was, was last year. That was my one, I think. You give it a one, I give it a, a two and a half, I think. We'll have, to, we'll have to re-roll the footage. Either way, like, they had kind of middling reviews. I think I, I have to give this, like, a one and a half, because I ate another, but, like, I'm not going to eat another. another. Yeah, this is, be- this is definitely better than, like, the last one I had, but it's definitely not good. Okay. So I'm going to give it, like, it's better than the Gobstopper, and it's a little bit better than the Airhead, but it's still a two. So I'm, I'm gonna give this one a three just because like now that I'm eating this more, I'm kind of realizing like what because once you eat a couple more of them, the sour it's not as like, bam like ouch my face. Yeah, it's like but, wine like you need mm. to take a second sip. But like the texture is really just this is such a satisfying thing to eat that like matched with like the kind of like not badness that is the after flavor because there's kind of like two flavors there's like the really sour soft. Sour stuff. Are you talking about the sweet and the tart? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The sweet and the, the sweet tart. Is very good. <laughs> the tart is very bad, but honestly, if you look past the tart, the sweet is worth it. I don't know. For me, it's just like, it's the taste and then the feeling of my mouth tingling. I'll say <laughs> this. I can save that part. I'll say this. So for me, Starbursts are like a four, possibly a five, depending if they're like the tropical ones or like the different oh. varieties of Starbursts. But like, if you want sweet, get Starbursts. If you want tart, 
Get a lemon. Like, <laughs> stay suck away. on a lemon. <laughs> yeah, stay away from this shit. I can second that sucking on a lemon was is more fun than this candy. Yeah, you could take, like, a tequila shot and suck on a lime, and that's probably a more fun way to, like, have your tart. <laughs> My closing thought, I do want to know, um, this has extreme sour. Is there a sour one that might be, like, a happy medium, you know? Oh, honestly. Or, like, a moderately sour? <laughs> yeah, it's, like... <laughs> O- only a little sour, you baby. <laughs> <laughs> but just more sour than the default. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I got something that actually does roll off an assembly line. Uh, albeit... Oh, that's the, that's the fresh sound. <laughs> Somebody's putting coal into the assembly line. <laughs> that's my coal sound. So this is, a, uh, this is on Amazon. It's the most expensive cat house on oh Amazon. Oh my god. Uh, it is uh, $3,000... $3,562. I don't know why that was a confusing statement. But uh, it's a solid wood cat house cage. Cags, cat house, cat cage, cat house, cat villa, cat box, cat showcase, cat, cat cage. Villa. Cat cag. That is the actual, yeah, cat cag. That is on here. No, cags cat. <laughs> How big is this? Does it have like a, a square footage thing on it? It's about six by six with like kind what? of a depth of like, I think two feet. How is this three thousand dollars if it's only six by six? Well, you know, I'm gonna. I have to sell it to you. It's a good product. I, it is a good product. <laughs> I want everyone to buy it. It's by Maya Cats. It says cats. So here's the. It has five product points. These are like big bullet point, like advertisements for the product. I guess they show up on Amazon. You put them in the product description and then they code in. But um, let me just read them to you. This is in the in the language of the actual uh, the actual seller. So, cats are the only animals that ultimately tame humans. Cats are the best gift. That's a hot talk. God has given us. In fact, raising cats also has troubles. Cats fly around all over the sky and are covered with litter. I want these cats. <laughs> Dude, those flying litter cats. They also cause trouble accidentally. Some of them will urinate indiscriminately. <laughs> Let Maya Cat's solid wooden cat cage help you solve these troubles. I don't see how, if your cat is pissing indiscriminately, how putting it in the house is going to stop it from doing that. Yeah, my cat is flying around the house, peeing everywhere, <laughs> like a demonic cat. So uh, each floor is independent and can be placed in any shape. Each floor has a cat's nest with an independent cat litter basin. <laughs> litter it's basin. got a moat. <laughs> a moat made of cat litter. Around your stinky cat. <laughs> so if your cat's at the second story of it and it like poops, does it like fall into the first story cats? Okay, so from the, the picture that I'm seeing, I think each floor has its own cat litter box. I think oh. that's what they were implying. <laughs> All right, so to carry on, uh, it is clean and tidy with a unique full perspective rest table and perfect radian. It can satisfy us to observe the cat's movement at any time. It also meets the cat's hobby of drilling. <laughs> Wait a minute. This sounds like some Google Translate. Like these flying drilling cats. Yeah, it satisfies his leg for drilling. <laughs> My fracking cat. <laughs> Drill, baby. <laughs> Uh, the unique fence ventilation design on both sides can interact with the cat and also meet the needs of cats. Prevent cat litter from flying out. Beauty and breathable. Give you a perfect experience with ultra-thin LED lights on the interior. Give the cats a feeling of sunshine as well as the soft ladder jumping platform cat scratch pillar for cats to play. Give the cat the perfect living space. 
They just implied that, like, putting a bunch of LEDs in a structure is, like, simulating sunlight. <laughs> yeah, that's why playing video games gives you vitamin C. Yeah. <laughs> that's why all gamers are, like, so healthy. <laughs> so gamers look so healthy. <laughs> uh, number three. So this is, and now I'm at the third vitamin point. Vitamin D, I need to correct myself. <laughs> Continue. Well, they probably don't drink their OJ either. That's true. Uh, so... Extra large space, enough for cats to run and play. Suitable for cat breeding, foster display. Is also an integral part of the family. <laughs> Dude, that's With any so furniture is superb. So the furniture, I assume now is sentient. Because it's going to be part of my family. <laughs> or is it like an heirloom and it gets passed from generation to generation? Like, oh, your father built this uh, yeah. six foot by six foot cat enclosure. That, it's almost threatening. It's like, this is a part of your family forever now. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much. Like, it's kind of like a curse. Uh, number four. Uh, this is kind of some boring stuff. It's made out of EO board, uh, made of core materials, eight year eucalyptus, yada, yada, yada. Eucalyptus? Uh, it is durable, exquisite, easy to install, smooth, easy to clean the handle, not afraid of hydration. <laughs> not afraid of heights. Not afraid to die. <laughs> anti-skid, anti-scratch, anti-corrosion. <laughs> All my wood got corroded. <laughs> what are you going to do to this thing? Nope. <laughs> no breeding of bacterial mites and gives the cat's owners a healthy and warm home. Which I think also implies that you could live in the cat house yeah. <laughs> if you so please. It's your own yeah. house. <laughs> totally won't curse your family and it says it right there. So yeah, this is a has no reviews. <laughs> I don't think a single one of these has ever sold. Well now it has one. Just imagine being imagine being in the position of like a multi multiple cat owner. Like someone who owns like three or four cats. What are the chances that you just have $3,500 laying around if you have three cats? I genuinely hope that this person isn't just taking the piss. <laughs> like, this would be amazing. I like how they also call it a cat showcase. Like, you're going to... Welcome to Jurassic Cat. Cat showcase. <laughs> we've, we've invited all of the top all cat, the top cat professionals to see this. Yeah. It's, you got to see this shit. <laughs> it's like a fucking fish tank. Uh, you got any brand new shit for us, Seropolis? That's another one of our segments. Brand new shit. Yeah, there's no sound for it. It's just, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't We gotta talk about that Bosch Area 51 raid. I think it went great. Yeah, it depends on what Bosch means. Uh, if if it, all you want your raid to do is make good material for a podcast, then it wasn't Bosch at all. But, like, okay. My favorite thing about it is, like, I saw the statistic where it was, like, okay... Like, apparently only, like, 75 people actually made it to, like, the fence outside of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, but, like, they were, like, okay, there was all these kind of, like, gradients of people who came out there. So, like, okay, 150 people, like, saw the fence. Like, they got on the premises. And they're, like, but, like, 3,500 people actually went out to the area. Uh-huh. And, like, like, and, like, at first I'm, like, oh, like, how did 3,500 people, like, they were about about it enough to, like, go to the southwest for the Area 51 raid, but they, like, didn't even, like, go to the fence. <laughs> like, like, not even hop the fence. Like, they wouldn't even, like, go see it. And I bet there was, like, a lot of tourism for, like, people who wanted to, like, people watch the Area 51 people. <laughs> and they went to, like, I don't know, some city, like, Sedona or something, like, one of those cities. And they, like, they're like, oh, honey, like, this, these are the Area 51 people. <laughs> this guy's got a Lord Xenu shirt. That's um, great. Yeah, this is great. They they were like snapping photos of them. I'm sure they have Xenu and Lockup over there, 
Area 52. <laughs> yeah, Area 52. Area 51 is just the diversion. Yeah. Why would they... Let's say the government did have secret stuff at Area 51. Why would they keep it there if everyone knows where it is? I mean, they definitely no, have secret stuff there. at Area 51. It's just a matter of what it is. Because, like, there are just, there's tons of military bases. They're like, wait, this one's actually really secret. They probably came out with a good room-scale VR. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to share it with Valve. <laughs> Valve's going to use it to make Ricochet 3... <laughs> but I, <laughs> yeah, they're in Area Fifty One. They are making Half Life Three confirmed. Oh yeah, it's probably actually where Valve is carrying out all their <laughs> yeah. stuff over there, playing with the new Vive, the Half Life VR. You know. But um, I I do also like so there were two arrests. One person. This is a hero to me. So out of all like thirty five hundred people went out there, like seventy five people went into the gate, whatever. One person did go in. She got arrested, um, which I was happy. She made it in. I mean, she, like, booped under the fence and somebody's, like, just kind of, like, snatched her. <laughs> the bag man. <laughs> yeah. Took her to yard goal. Away! <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, one other person got arrested. There were two arrests. It was for public urination. Ah. And, and the thing is that, like, there's no trees up there. So, like, how do you... Like, you have to, like, just walk really far away and pee. Like, that's the only way you can, like, do it. Well, if you're wearing your uh, big cargo shorts... <laughs> you can kind of just tuck it, and then you could probably like like dribble as you walk, like take take a lap. <laughs> yeah, you. I guess you could do that. You could pee your pants. Yeah, you could pee your pants. That's what the government wants you to do. Yeah, but I I just you know, brand brand new shit. I I love my alien people, alien culture. You know, good shit. My favorite Scooby Doo special is the alien one. Big part of my childhood. Yeah. All right. Do you have any good brand new shit? Can we talk about that Scooby Doo movie? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted, to, I wanted to kind of like skirt past that, but yeah. Maybe it's not the best one. Okay. Well, <laughs> Scooby Doo in that movie has a love interest, which is like another dog. She's an alien. Like it's kind of fucked up. I forgot about that. Did you forget about that? And then Shaggy has one too. Like Scooby and Shaggy are gonna have like a. Is it Devil's Foursome? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's just a drinking game. Then we're going to have a whatever the, the two guys in Fargo have. <laughs> a wood chipper bath? No, when they're in the hotel room and she's like, uh, is, do you have any uh, unique characteristics about him? He's like, well, he was kind of funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> we love Steve Buscemi. I'm a friend of the show, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I wish Steve Buscemi was a friend of mine. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that Scooby-Doo movie is kind of... It's very odd. Yeah, it's got weird themes. <laughs> is that the one from 2004? No, no it's earlier. This is some peak 90s culture shit right No, this here. might be like 2001 or I, 2000. I, I'm almost certain it was 2001. Action, this wasn't live action. This was Scooby-Doo and the Aliens. Yeah, no, there's this is, a, this is like one of the animated movies. Like, did you ever see like the zombie one... Zombie Island, I think, or there's there's like the cyberspace one. Scooby Doo cyberspace. Dude, you gotta get into your Scooby Doo lore. It's a Scooby Doo and the Alien Invaders, a two thousand direct to video animated comedy science fiction mystery film. <laughs> <laughs> this genre bending masterpiece. <laughs> uh, it is the third direct to video film based on the Saturday morning cartoon series by Hanna Barbera. Hanna Barbera. Yeah. Hanna Barbera. Uh, so the plot, uh, the gang is driving through the desert in Roswell, New Mexico, when a sandstorm forces them to make a wrong, wrong turn onto a government property. <laughs> is, this, is this not what we were just talking about? <laughs> this is this is like how the Simpsons predicted Trump's presidency. Was a dog involved in this public urination? <laughs> 
Well, there was only two arrests. I guess... Uh, they arrested the dog for you. There were no dogs arrested. So I guess one... He might have made it in. Well, apparently uh, they're a little bit more hospitable at the government site that they wander onto in this movie because they take them on a tour. But, uh, <laughs> instead of reading this entire thing... Uh, Wait, I'm just going to read you the last Very part. sidebar, though. Wouldn't that be a great cover for Air Jordan 1 if you went there? And you're like, oh, they take you on a tour and they take you on a tour of Area 52. Oh, like they trick you. Yeah, hire me. Hire me, government. <laughs> See, I was saying for a while that this is also a sidebar, that all they should do is set up a gift shop at Area 51, <laughs> like like clear out all the shit, like send it to the actual site, like the actual secret site, <laughs> and then like everyone gets there, they storm Area 51, they walk in, and there's just a clerk, like a government clerk sitting at a desk, and there's just a bunch of knickknacks, a bunch of alien-themed knickknacks just littering an empty room. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the clerk's just like reading a paper, like they're they're bored. Like, oh, what do you want? Take whatever you want. <laughs> There's like an alien balloon. Yeah. I just I just want to read the uh, the last. Um, this is just the end of the plot for that uh, for that Scooby Doo movie. Okay. After the fake agents corner Scooby, Shaggy, Crystal, and Amber, Crystal and Amber reveal themselves to be aliens from planet twenty light years away. They disguise themselves as hippies because that's the only information they had about Earth from watching nineteen sixties television broadcasts. <laughs> The UFO that ran the gang off the road was actually Crystal and Amber's spaceship. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's not even a good twist. That's like your classic Scooby-Doo, like, the first character you encounter is the problem. Honestly, though, like, to, to put a little bow on this, this is, like, peak 90s culture. Okay, it's a movie, it's got aliens, um, and it's it got the, like, 70s revival shit. It's a Scooby-Doo movie. And in it, um, Shaggy has, like, a psychedelic, like, experience where he sings a song about this alien that he falls in love with. Like, damn. This is this just enca- encapsulates the era. Yeah. Well, uh, brand new shit, um, just for me, and this is kind of meta, I'm working on getting us a hard rock and intro. I've reached out to a, uh, a certain band member of a certain band that produced a fantastic album that I will plug at some point, even if it doesn't get made into a theme song. I can, yeah, second that. It's good shit. But, um... I'm working on that, and then probably going to get some microphones eventually, so just uh, just shut up and listen to me talk through my phone speaker. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't even have known if we, like, didn't just say that we're not talking to microphones, so shut up, listen. You don't even you don't even know. Yeah, tune in, tune off. <laughs> we don't care. What is it? Tune, tune in, tune out? Tune in, turn on the radio. Fuck it. Turn, turn it, it off. Wait, what about what, my... Uh, hello? Yeah, we're going to get to you. Don't we're going to get to you. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. I didn't do a brand new shit. Well, hang on. No. I'm still doing it. Wait, wait. Oh, <laughs> you're not paying attention. Wait a minute, stupid egg. I'm a stupid egg. <laughs> uh, also got a logo in the works. Ask Nicholson. Thank you. Uh, we're looking at that. That's gonna happen eventually. He's very busy. Um, His dad Jack is starring in the new movie. Yeah, uh, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> Crab Nicholson. <laughs> um, so keep your eyes and ears peeled. <laughs> Ears peeled and yeah, your eyes keep, sealed. Yeah, keep your ears peeled, eyes sealed, eyes wide shut. <laughs> keep them open, keep them wide, keep yeah. them shut, keep them hide. Hank! No! This is moving on from the candy to segment where can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> now, what are you doing? <laughs> Actually, I just want to inform the, the viewers that Hank ate almost all the uh, sweet arts. <laughs> yeah, there's, 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 there's only four left. <laughs> And he's like unfurled it too into like this kind of like. It literally looks like he put it through a paper shredder, <laughs> like but like then like glued the ends together. Like this is. It will make will make the cover art for like this particular podcast. Uh, Dude, this use thing. that one free. I'll eat it.
It probably will taste better. <laughs> See, I'm reaching for another. All right. Well, what, you had oh, something shit. important to yeah. tell us. Um, it honestly wasn't really that important. I forgot what it was. No, you got the floor though. What's up? Um, oh, it's my call of beauty. Call of beauty for modern beauty. Today, the Call of Duty, they were like, hey, it's the free open beta, play our game for free, and then get hooked on it, and please buy it, please, because we're counting on you for sales, please. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll try it out. And I'm just playing it, and I realized, like, oh my god, nothing's changed at all. They just put more, like, loot boxes in it. Wait, it's, so like, what nuts. was the last, uh, it was the last one Infinite Warfare, or is that two years ago? No, was, that one was uh, two years ago. There was uh, Black Ops where they're like, look, guys, no microtransactions. And everybody was like, oh, that's cool. And then two months later, they're like, like, hey guys, now there's microtransactions. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I feel like you could just, nothing's changed, like, in the genre, because we haven't had, like, another cool war. Like, we need, like, a war, <laughs> we need, cool we need like, people in blimps, um, like, and big, like, javelins strapped to them. Like, like, we need, like, I, I think if we went to Area 51 and we saw, like, the cool military blimps they have there, it would make it for a better Call of Duty Yeah, game. no, I feel a like Call of Duty slow-moving combat better. aircraft. Yeah. <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> a very weak-hulled airship. <laughs> yeah, it's made out of puncturable materials. This isn't like World War One when it's like, you can't, like, a bullet can't fire more than, like, ten feet accurately. Where a blimp would be a WMD. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think a Call of Duty where you can only punch people and you're like in a little boxing ring. Like, it was pretty fun. The, uh, the latest Call of Duty was Black Ops 4. Before that was Call of Duty World War 2, which I don't think anybody played that one. And yeah, I haven't played any Call of Duty. I think Infinite Warfare was the last one that I actually heard about people playing. Yes. Wow, wait, Infinite Warfare, you're telling me it was like three years ago? Infinite Warfare came out in 2016. What? Yeah. Dude, that's nuts. Yeah, I was like, that's the new one, right? I do. I won't, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't give a shit about the Call of Duty franchise. I've never played any of the games other than like some. Dude, some this is gonna be the race. last one. It's the last one. But like, it's like almost like pitiful to see like, <laughs> like how sad. Uh, they have it's fucking no like the people that are like making the next Call of Duty because you know they got those cycles. People don't work on that one. They're like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Like, they have no goddamn idea. Like, they even barely pooped this one out the last minute, kinda. I'm more upset that Madden is still around than I am that Call of Duty is still around. Like, but least, at least the players change every year. But at least Call of Duty has like a gameplay loop that isn't getting worse. Because Madden gets worse every year. That is <laughs> true. Yeah, they, they've been stripping features from every <laughs> subsequent release of Madden since like Madden 2007. And the thing is, sports games are like actual games that you they kind of have an excuse to release one every year with the same mechanics with the new team members because people like genuinely like do want to have the new uh, teams updated stats. But it's like they could just sell the roster update. They could sell the roster update, but it's like they do add changes to, you know, career mode, whatever. I'm, I'm a slight apologist for it, but, like, Madden is notorious for, like, um, if if it ain't broke, like, fix the fuck out of it and ruin it. Like, it's it's really garbage. <laughs> if it ain't broke, break it. We all remember Madden 25. It was, like, yeah. The 25th Madden. <laughs> it actually was, I think. It wasn't the year 2025. Oh, oh yeah, my that, god. No, it wasn't the year 2025. <laughs> I just thought of something excellent. What? A so this is my brand new shit now. Alright. Okay. This is brand new. Just just fresh off the brain. We just made so, it. You know how like occasionally they'll be like uh wipeout twenty seventy or wipeout what is it, twenty twenty forty nine? Twenty fourteen? No, it was wipeout twenty forty nine. It was like wipeout. No, but it was set in twenty forty nine. Okay. Like in the future. 
They need to do a Madden game, like Madden 2016. Oh my god. It's set in the future. It's like the current roster, but they're all like cyborgs. <laughs> like, they're all piloting mechs. Dude, this Tom Brady Gundam is nuts. Like, <laughs> but, yeah. No, that, like, yeah, we need we need the infinite warfare of Madden games. Yeah. Like, that would actually be a good crossover. Madden World War II. <laughs> <laughs> they're wearing leather helmets. Dude, I, like, oh. I would play this. I haven't bought a Madden game in like literally ten years, and I would, I would. EA, call me. Leave feedback. Tell me how much you love my ideas and how much you want to pay. Yeah, you can have it. You can Madden twenty sixty nine. How about that? I want like they could have. They could do like Madden with dinosaurs. <laughs> why, haven't they tried, why haven't they tried football with other animals? <laughs> yeah, humans are basic. Yeah, like make we, don't even, we don't even have like at least. Like, Madden 2049 would have, like, cool Inspector Gadget-type people with, like, weird, weird prosthesis and... Like... Or maybe, like, because of the ice caps, like, it's underwater. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like a weird water world. The rules, have, the rules have changed because of the, the conditions across the, the world. The rules have changed. <laughs> and you know, Madden. Madden never changes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Brand, brand new shit, man, 2049. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, I got something to review. And this is just a very down-home kind of review, like down-home country bumpkin style. Okay. Uh, I want to review frozen onions and frozen peppers. Oh! From the grocery store. Uh, <laughs> so I just made a pros and cons list real quick, because I use these things all the time. So, uh, spoiler alert, I do like them. <laughs> so, uh, here are the pros. I don't have to cut anything at all. Like, the onions come diced. The peppers come sliced. Sliced and diced. Very nice. Very nice. And uh, I really enjoy that when I'm trying to make an omelet or like trying to do something real quick. And I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to cut up an onion. Like, it's just right there. So I like that. Um, I like that I can forget about them for a year in my freezer and they'll still be good when I eventually reheat them. <laughs> Dude, they're old onions. They are old. Or I can use them as an ice pack. Like when I hurt my knee eventually, like I get to use the frozen onions as like an ice pack. Yeah, yeah, cry at the same time. What kind of foods are that versatile other than... So you got rice for your potatoes, food. maybe? Yeah. Um, po- yeah, potatoes for your potato launcher. Beans. <laughs> oh, can't go wrong with beans. Yes, you can. You've gone wrong with beans several times. <laughs> <laughs> Although, um, he did win bean trivia, so I guess he, he, he got right with beans. Yeah, you won bean trivia. I got trivia. three out of four beans. <laughs> Awards. Yeah. Stay tuned for uh for the Bean Olympics at some point. <laughs> yeah, this is this is deep lore here. Yeah. The bean lore. Yeah, the bean lore. So uh, also what I like about them is they cost like sixty nine cents for a bag. Which oh is my just god. So nice, and that's an actual price. I'm not just making that up because of the funny number. Like that is the price that I pay for these things. Uh, I feel like I need to go get some right now. And they taste good. That's the other thing. Like I can't tell the difference. If you cut me up a pepper and cooked it, and then took me a frozen pepper and cooked it, I could not tell you the difference. Yeah, so, uh, what? Give me your favorite dish that you would, would use this for. Uh, like an omelet. Like an omelet. Because I'm, I'm imagining a nice like sausage, pepper, onion kind oh, of yeah. deal there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, for like a pot dog, if I was making like right, like a so- that's an upgrade. Sausage. That upgrade button you put on those put on those frozen peppers, dude. It's like that's the two day shipping. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is frozen pepper prime. So uh, as far as the cons go, I have no reason to cry anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't get to make Shrek jokes when I'm peeling the skin off the onion. Like usually, I'll peel the skin off and I'll go like layers, and I'll look at someone 
And I can't, you can't really do that when they've already been de-layered. And now it's opened the way for new Red Hot Chili Peppers jokes. Yeah. Would you eat the dish solo? Would I eat the frozen onions and peppers fresh out the fridge? Yeah. Fresh out the freezer? No. Maybe heat them up. What about sauteing? Honestly, I don't think the peppers would be that bad frozen. I think the onions would be way worse. So, I mean, <laughs> like, if you imagine... Uncooked onion is just not good. You might, I don't imagine, like, if onion. you, like, froze a fruit and you just kind of, like, put it... You sucked it out of, like, a popsicle or something, like, it'd probably be pretty good. But, like, can you imagine just, like, sucking on, like, a frozen pepper? Uh, the bell peppers are sweet. Kind of, are, peppers are a fruit, technically. I don't know. I think bell peppers... I would buy it. What would a frozen apple be like? It would be like a frozen apple. What do you... I don't even... I can imagine it. Comprehend. It's, like, really hard for me to I can imagine. imagine the skin splitting on the side, but that's about it. Yeah. It's the only change I can really imagine. What would, like, biting into it be like? You wouldn't be able to. It would be like a black eyes. You'd chip your teeth. <laughs> Dude, you imagine how, like... Hard to get throw it. You'd probably break a window with it. <laughs> yeah, you would definitely could. So, like, if you broke... If you, like, just theoretically sing, but if you were going around at night and you threw this apple through somebody's window and then it thawed out... Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they're not even upset. They're like, damn, this is the hardest apple ever. <laughs> I said, apple in my living room. I, I, think, I think you can still break a window with a fresh apple. <laughs> Doesn't it be frozen? That's, that's, like, the whole thing... Like, you can edit posts on Facebook, so if you like a Facebook post, but then somebody edits it and puts something, like, controversial, like, you just like that post, like, that's the kind of Apple equivalent. <laughs> no, it sounds like what Hank's approximating is the piss disc trick, <laughs> where you take an old, like, dip canister and you pee in the top and freeze it, and then you, like, knock the pee puck out of the top of it, you slide it under someone's door, so there's a puddle of pee in there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the other thing is, uh, I don't get to eat the bell pepper seeds as a cruel joke to myself, which is something I often do when I get to cut a bell pepper. I just try to taste the seeds, because that's the spicy part of the bell pepper. Right. It's just kind of fun. But it's just something I like to do. I lose a little bit out on that fun. Overall, I would give it an onions out of peppers score, and uh, I would definitely fry them in olive oil. So, uh, yeah, that's my review. Yeah, we're, we're cooking with oil here. Cooking with oil. Cooking. That's <laughs> Who's <a> oil? <laughs> you, I, what do you have, Henry? Jesus. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Somebody just threw a quarter at us. There yeah. it goes. It's threw it through the window. Frozen quarter. <laughs> Thawed out. It's going to melt. Uh, so, like, today I was just driving up here, you know, do my thing. And, like, there's some, like, I'm driving down. And there's, like, some kids on bicycles. And, like, that's, like, fairly normal. But as I drive closer, I know there's, there's, there's some kind of weird, like... I was like, what, something, what is, what does this look? There were just like two, like, probably like 40 year old men on these really tiny bicycles. And they basically look, look like dads. And I'm like, I wonder why these dads are on these tiny ass little bicycles. Keep talking. Um, they, they were so small. I was wondering why are they even using them at all? It's a big hill. All right. It's very, How uh, tiny are these bicycles? They were like, those, you know those little sports bicycles? Little sports bicycles? <laughs> You mean like a BMX bike? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little sports a bicycle. <laughs> They're basically those with like the, the seat really down, so you like had your they had their like knees kind of like up above like the handlebars almost. <laughs> I wish you took a picture. No, I was driving, I couldn't, but I should have. That would have been sick. So you're reviewing these things, what did you think of them? Um I was very surprised. You know, usually like uh Old people don't ride such small bicycles, I guess. <laughs> How old are these people? Probably like 40s, maybe 50s. Like, very dad age. Is it perhaps they were playing a joke on you? 
Through the bicycle, like, hey, let's ride these bicycles and freak this kid out. <laughs> Yo, that kid down the street, he hates bicycles. <laughs> Especially <laughs> tiny ones. He's gonna think about how small the bike is all day today. It's gonna fuck him up. But he's gonna tell a bunch of people on the internet how small the bike was. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of people on the internet. <laughs> if you are one of our viewers, please leave me a comment. I hope yeah, talk about the candy feeling of like. You being the only person listening to us. If you are listening to this right now, you are potentially the only person who has heard this. Because <laughs> there's a strong likelihood I won't send this file to uh, the, my two co-hosts. <laughs> yeah. More more people hear this uh, tree fall in the forest than this podcast. That's for sure. I Well, except for me, I listen to this podcast. So we at least have one viewer. In real time. We have three viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, three viewers? This is a pretty good amount. I can view the page hits on Squarespace, and it's like six, but I think half of those are from me testing it to make sure it uploaded right now. The other three are definitely no, from me. I do want to reassure our, our uh, followers here. We our have follower. at least five fans. Really? Yes. Wow. Oh. Calling out my name <laughs> and address. Yeah, we've got uh, John, Mark. We've got five letters. Ringo. <laughs> we got Yoko. <laughs> All right, um, I'm, I'm sure we don't have any new perspectives, unless you guys managed to glean some from some unknown source. Uh... Nope. nope. I, I had one perspective, uh, and this is just about me. It's just vanity. Uh, Matt told me he likes my four-year-old leather Converse All-Star clone shoes, so that's Did pretty I see cool. Them? No. <laughs> All right, so let's speculate about them, Henry. Well, I'll get them. <laughs> oh, guest, guest attest. All right, while Eden's walking into the other room, imagining us, like me, me and Henry have top hats, and we're playing on an old-timey piano. All right, he's back. Oh, okay. Oh, those are pretty nice, honestly. They, okay. They're very brown. They're like shitty chic. No, I, I was going to say, like, they're they're rugged. Um, no, but really, like, that's a color that you just don't see a lot. Like, it's just, it's an extremely deep gray. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, then, and, and um, I feel like you've walked a thousand miles, and you might walk a thousand more. I want to. I definitely want to be the man who walks five hundred miles. Yeah. Uh, no, he walks a thousand miles. Well, five hundred one way. <laughs> to just see you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's all that we can handle. Wait, Hank, I need to hear your opinion on the shoes. Well, they have a very neutral shoe color. I could definitely see myself wearing those shoes, and I could see them being. Maybe get like one or two remarks. Get a couple of remarks. I don't know if I'd call them remarkable, but they definitely get a couple of remarks, you know? I also have replaced the insoles with uh, sneaker insoles. Oh, extra comfort points. Yes, because the, the ones that were in there shrunk somehow. Really? Oh, I don't understand how an insole can shrink, but they shrunk and they were like teeny tiny, Dude. like when you put a sweater in the dryer. <laughs> Wait, and there's a rock in your shoe. Yeah, I was like, what is this? And I pulled it out. I was like, oh my god. I was like, that's the old insole. I guess the heat from my feet. Just slowly made the thing, like, shrivel up. <laughs> anyway, we've been going on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you got anything to plug? Um, yeah, that's my Twitter. Goosebims. That's about it. Plug, plug, choo-choo. Uh, you can follow me uh, at uh, Manana Hammock at Twitter. Dot, dot Twitter. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to plug something next week. All right. <laughs> yeah, plug it in. <laughs> yeah, if you got anything for the show, like, if you thought anything, like... If, if you have anything. If you're even existing. If you're listening and you give me your name, I will read it. No. We will <laughs> say it. In all honesty, um... If you ha- if you have if you're um in the area and you know of any like local artists bands whatever who have something to plug like um email uh well, you can just DM me on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, no, I was gonna make DM. up an email. Yeah, but yeah, and then make it later today. Well, you also made up a Twitter account that uh, it was like Badminton Boys. It was gonna be your Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope you follow through with Badminton Boys. <laughs> well, yeah, that's next week's plug. Don't spoil it. All right. Well, uh, yeah, you can catch us on uh, magnumorifice.org. It's the home for all of your shitty content. Uh, come on through. To uh, the other side. Yeah. Break on through to the other side. That's going to be the outro song. The night is definitely dividing the day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>